0: Welcome to episode 98 of the ABC and GCI Coffee Break podcast. I am Mike Maloney and I'm joined this week by Kayla Rodriguez Santiago. This is episode 98. Can you believe it? 98. It's Go insane
1: away. that we're at 98. 100 to, is coming up real quick.
0: 200 for something that just started as a crazy idea that we've just been <laughs> yeah. following and chasing. Uh, it's all about that everyday consistency during every week. So we are the yeah. official podcast of ABC massachusetts and the gould construction institute and episode 98 that means a new month here means new sponsors and we are excited to welcome Mm -hmm. lc anderson hvacr they are a commercial heating cooling ventilation and refrigeration company they are local to uh boston massachusetts out in brighton but they've been a member for years uh carl Hudson, kurt Hudson, and the gang over there at lc anderson have been amazing Uh, they get to be the presenting sponsor this month because they are the main event sponsor of our craft championship coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, November is pretty much apprenticeship month. We celebrate apprenticeship week starting on the 13th. and We're excited to have Elsie Anderson as the main event sponsor for the championship. And the presenting uh, the lightning round sponsor this month is Smart Build. Smart Build uh, and our friends up at uh, Smart Build up in Canada. They are the t-shirt sponsor for the craft championship. We're excited to have them on board. Smart Build has been over uh, been around for 20 years, their construction management experience and over a billion dollars worth of projects delivered. They've seen it all from projects delivered ahead of schedule to those complicated by multi-million dollar lawsuits. Uh, they are a software company and it's their job to understand the job. So uh, we're excited to have them on board as well as the lightning round sponsor. All right, yeah. it, is, it is November 9th. We are a little uh one week past Halloween and, and I i know the answer to this one, but Kayla, when is it acceptable to put up your Christmas decorations?
1: November 1st.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. heart attack. The moment oh.
1: Halloween ends. <laughs> we are ready. My so cat that, is outside putting out lights, all right? If, this is, we, we put them to work.
0: So that last trick-or-treater says, trick-or-treat, <laughs> and you're like, beat it, kid. It's Christmas time. Yeah.
1: Go kick rocks. No, kick,
0: kick rocks, kid. And it's Christmas time and you've already been doing it. You're singing your Christmas carols while you're working and you're doing your Christmas songs and you're like, you know, it doesn't bother you that you go into stores and you see Christmas decorations up already.
1: Um, It's very, actually, it gets to be very excited because I love Christmas. I love the lights, all of that fun stuff. And I love Christmas music. And luckily my husband is on the same flow as me, Um, you know, 12 years in, he's like, well, this is it. We're Christmas, November 1st. Forget about Uh, Thanksgiving.
0: For me, (laughs) acceptable time to put up your Christmas decorations is like the 7th to the 10th of December. Uh, We've got lots of holidays in between Halloween. We've got Veterans Day. Oh, yes. the Marine Corps birthday. We've got Thanksgiving. Then we can do Christmas. Let's do one holiday at a time.
1: Yes. I mean, you know, yes, we celebrate all of those, but I'm just Christmased out all the way, but also right. You, I think we talked about this in the office. You do a real Christmas tree. You grew up with a real Christmas tree and that's why you do December 8th through the 9th. I've grown up with a fake Christmas tree. So we can put that bad boy up whenever, (laughs) you know, it's not going to die. It's not going to dry out. It's not going to go up in flames.
0: I just can't stand watching tv and it's like christmas stuff already merry <laughs> christmas it's like i haven't even said happy thanksgiving and a good veterans day yeah. and, and other things let's let's do one it's like saying happy F- valentine's day in december yeah right would you i wouldn't do that right you would it's one holiday it's I, I love christmas i'm not a humbug i get it but it's
1: like 40 48 days of, oh. um, of christmas on hallmark now <laughs>
0: 48 days, might as well be 600, might as well be 365. Just make a Christmas channel and we'll yep. celebrate it year on All right, but uh, so right, so she believes in the camp of set it up now. I'm waiting until December. Listen, we got some big holidays coming up. I said Veterans Day, I'm to thank a veteran, yeah, that's important. Yes, uh, the Marine Corps absolutely. birthday, very important day, and there's a reason why we celebrate Marine Corps birthday and Veterans Day around the same time. And you've got Thanksgiving, so uh, yep. one holiday time. Merry Christmas, happy Thanksgiving, happy 4th of July, happy Veterans Day, Valentine's Day, the whole night. Uh, Absolutely. This week on the podcast, we are lucky to have with us our, our we kind of call it a new member spotlight here. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends from Wellness Workdays, Chris Guild, I may butcher his name, Chris from Wellness Workdays was great to have on. Uh, it was so nice to have him on. My phone is ringing. I'm going to edit that oh. part out. Of course I didn't silence my phone <laughs> on. you can't
1: you can't hear your phone
0: good if it was so in I the back in room. my gosh kill I will we're excited to bring on Chris from wellness work days they are a new member at ABC Massachusetts I had a great conversation with him it was such a nice guy to talk to he talks all about uh having employees who are healthy he gives us three tips to have a, a healthy lifestyle and let's hear from him <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Chris Guild from the Wellness Workdays. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thank
2: you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And I, I didn't put you the last name, did I?
2: Well, it's spelled like Guild. We usually, it's Gile, but uh, guile. sometimes it's easier to go by Gild because it's uh, the, the yeah. most common pronunciation of that. So. All
0: right. So Chris Gild to the podcast. We'll make sure we should straighten that up beforehand, but welcome. We appreciate you taking the time. And for those that are not aware, Wellness Workdays is, is a new ABC Massachusetts member and it's something we like to call kind of like the new member spotlight. We get to talk to Chris a little bit about himself and what his business can do for the members. So uh, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you can do for the membership.
2: Sure. So, well, um, like like you said, obviously, my name is Chris Geild. Um, I work for Wellness Workdays. Uh, my official title is Director of Trading and Client Accounts, and uh, I've been working in the our company's been doing this for, you know, over 20 years, close to 25 years. And I've been in the industry in construction specifically related to wellness for 15. I kind of got my start as a traveling health coach. And I would I would go up and down. I'd spend a week in northern New England, come home for a week, and then head down and spend a week in mid-Atlantic region. And it was really good for me because it got me to experience the kind of life that some of these workers, you know, living out of hotels and not knowing where they're going to be and things like that. So it really gave me a good perspective. Um, our company, Wellness Workdays, what they do is they're like a leading provider of workplace well-being solutions. And I like to use the word well-being because wellness. Everybody uses it, and what does that really mean, right? We we hung a poster up and and we did what we should have done, and you know, and so forth. And our focus is really you know helping everybody be the best version of themselves. But at the same time, from the business standpoint of things, I'm showing, you know, outcomes. We were able to show things such as uh, decrease in insurance spend, increase in uh, productivity, decrease in work or injuries, things like that. And my job with this company is really making sure our, uh, our boots on the ground staff, because that's how we found the model that works best with this population is really having people met literally literally and figuratively where they're at right because everybody has different reasons for wanting to do things and they're they're hard to reach they're busy so we like to go right on the job side and my job is to make sure that all those personnel have all the tools they need I, i'm a behavior change guy i'm a member of the motivational interviewing network of trainers uh, i make sure our coaches are trained in that cognitive behavioral therapy all kinds of different things to really help them deal with whatever that they do and i also work along kind of behind the scenes as well with the clients themselves, because no matter, even when we talk about construction population, right, it's everyone's different. I don't like, Mm -hmm. we don't like to put anybody in a box. Everybody has their own box. And it's my job to make sure that when we're working with companies that I'm, I'm checking all those boxes and making sure we're making something that's really going to work for them.
0: That's amazing. And then I think, and I think it's great too that ABC Massachusetts has a member like this that can really help, you know, help the members and their employees. I think that's fantastic. How does someone get into doing what you do every day? How does how did you get into that?
2: My, I won't bore you with the story of my uh, journey because it was interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I started out many, many years ago in the financial sector. Right, I was in banking and and um, you know, grew up between doing that. My my parents owned the local hardware store. It's been a family for thirty five years. So always always have been around people since like the age of nine. And um, through my connections, you know, I got into personal training. Um, What really kind of got me to really make the move is, you know, I've seen what chronic disease has done to my family. You know, I grew up having everybody tell me, Oh, wow, your grandfathers were so amazing. I wish you would have known them. And then seeing other member members of my family fight with chronic disease. And I'm like, you know, I don't want people to have to deal with that. And I don't want um, other people to, you know, to, to have to know somebody that's going through this. Right. So whether it's impacting you personally or, or someone that you care about, it's tough. So I kind of started, you know, changing my focus from financial, I literally finance somebody who owned a gym. I actually met the founders of the original company that I got into this with uh, through one of my classes at the gym and then really started changing my focus. And it was that passion of, of not wanting people to suffer, you know, that really kind of kept me motivated and, Pushing forward from starting as a health coach to working up to where I am now and working with them.
0: Oh, it's amazing! How about? Uh, can you tell us a time when maybe that you really turned someone's life around? But besides maybe what you, what you've done for yourself, but what a, a success story.
2: You know, so this is this is there's a lot, and and there's and we have a lot. Many, all of our, I, I tell our people every day. Like, so, somebody right now, somebody's talking to one of our coaches, one of our staff. And they're going to be able to meet a grandchild someday that they never they never would have been able to, right? I this is just silly. I remember quite a few years ago I was working with a client and the client ended up leaving the company and it was kind of cliche. We talked about exercise, right? That seems like that's the cliche, that's what we talked about. So she left the company, and then about four or five years later, I received an email from her letting me know that sharing a newspaper article. And I don't know how she committed to this, but in this article. It stated how she, from that point on, when we started talking for over, this would have been about six, seven years since we had the first conversation. She had never missed a day of exercise, no matter what the weather was, no matter, you know, what she had going on. She committed to 30 minutes of exercise every day for like six to seven years. And I don't, know besides how much pride that she had in what she did how else that impacted but i just was like wow i can't believe that and i don't take credit for that it was whatever we unlocked inside of her that that, that kicked it off but i thought that was pretty amazing
0: i think that's fantastic it must feel good to go home at night right when you're when you're helping people like that and you can you can share that success story i'm sure all of your all of your staff have got some great stories to tell absolutely yeah so um Chris is here today to talk to us. He's got three tips. And what are the three, what, what what are we calling the three tips? Three tips for help your employees? What are we calling it?
2: Yeah, I, I like that. You know, three tips for, um, you know, for, for workplace health, right?
0: And I, and I think it's very important. Like, like I said, nowadays, so many people are working a lot. They go home, you know, let I me mean, look at yesterday. We looked outside at 430. It was pitch black dark outside. I thought it was midnight. I don't want to go home and exercise. I want to go home and stuff my face with Oreos and sit on the couch and watch football. And I don't want to go do exercise, right? You got to get yourself, kick yourself in the pants and get going here. But um, so what is uh, tip number three do you have for us?
2: So I guess tip number three, which I mean, because we could talk forever about exercise and nutrition. We're not going to do that. Everybody knows. right? (laughs) But I think tip number three, especially when we're talking about on the workplace would be work-life balance, right? Really understanding what that means to you. Um, and really discovering that it may not be a one and done, you try something, but really getting to the point where you can leave home at home when you go to work, it's just work. And then same thing, leave work at work. And then whatever you need to do throughout your day at work or your night at work. And the same thing at home to help maintain that balance is crucial.
0: And do you think it's, you know, I think personally, myself, I've done the, you know, midnight shifts, I've done the overnight shifts, I've done the three to 11s, how different your body reacts, right? My body wants to be sleeping at 10 o'clock, not starting my shift at 10 o'clock, right? Your body, it, I tell my son who's a nurse, an overnight nurse, you know, he thinks working overnight is going to be easiest. It's like being an athlete. You got to train your body to be awake at one o'clock in the morning and cognitive and functioning, where the, you know, usually your body is uh, is usually asleep. So uh, work-life balance, can you give some examples again, maybe some more things that can do, you know, but to keep that balance?
2: Yeah, you know, I I think it's important, obviously in general, like something as simple as me time, right? And all the time people will tell me, well, I don't have time for me. I have children. I have all these other responsibilities, right? And often I try to get people to realize that being the best version of themselves, don't do it for yourself. Do it because if you're the best version of yourself, that's going to benefit somebody else because that's what your family deserves. That's what your coworker deserves, your company. So not being afraid to take that time at night, to, you know, to, to, or during the day to set aside 15, 20 minutes for yourself to do whatever you need to do to kind of recharge your batteries. I think that is huge. um, You know, without getting into the details of, you know, being able to shut down from work, maybe shutting off some electronic devices. So you're not, you're not, you know, connected all the time, but I think if you can do me time, that's the first thing that will help you really understand what it is like and really help you find that balance.
0: How do you think people rent a ran companies 25 years ago without cellular devices in their hands how they do it
2: that's a great point right because we're so tied to them now but you look and things happen look at all the great things that were built in that time frame right without without that
0: you think about like when you work 25 years ago like when you got off work at five o'clock no one's trying to call you no one's trying to get a hold of you no one's sending you emails and you know you get that email at nine o'clock oh man i gotta make sure i get Chris this before the nine o'clock meeting. What am I going to do? Oh, right. People stressed out even at home. So that's funny. So number three was work-life balance. And I like the, the point you made about finding some me time. What's the number two tip?
2: Number two, you brought it up, but sleep, right? I, you know, I, I think the more and more we find out about what really makes us well is sleep. Sleep is huge and it's, it's hard. And like you just mentioned, the people that working different shifts are hard enough, but some people going back and forth with shift to shift. And it's, it's making sleep a priority and really, you know, finding what's going to work best for you. You know, is it is it a routine, making sure you shut down, whatever you need to do to reset before you go to bed. Is it reading? Um, you know, electronics in bed aren't such a great thing. So if, if playing a game or some kind of puzzle on your phone helps you, then do it before you you go to bed, right? So that you're not going in like that. Making sure your room is dark. If you need sounds, if you need whatever you need. but But making sleep a priority instead of just being like, I didn't get sleep, but figuring out how can I get more sleep.
0: I think it's important too, especially if you, if you, you know, share a bed with somebody else, asking that person how they slept. Right. Because I know for years I've been struggling with the snoring thing mm-hmm. and I put on a couple pounds. Right. And it kind of affects my snoring. I've always kind of been a snorer, but it was, you know, after my wife several times and said, you got to get that looked at. And I had a, a sleep study done. And they, you know, it's a state, it's at home sleep study. And they say mm-hmm. to you, you know, you need to, you stop breathing 50 times an hour. Some crazy number. I was like, 50 times an hour, that's crazy. And they show the results that how bad it is for your heart and your brain and your body. That you're literally, when you stop breathing, your brain is telling your body to wake itself up because you're not breathing. Uh, so in the last, it's been almost a year, I've had the sleep apnea and the CPAP machine. And actually it works. I feel great. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel, you know. It looks ridiculous because you look like Darth Vader going to bed, right? Hold on a second, sweetheart. I got my CPAP machine on and it looks a little ridiculous, but she sleeps and I'm sleeping and, you know, it affects her as well. So it's uh, sleep wise. I can tell you right now, I could sleep like a rock standing up right now. If I had to That's how, that's how yeah, that I sleep. It was so- a gold medal. There was a gold medal for sleeping. Yeah. I'm the guy. Cause I, I can do it.
2: <laughs> and that's one of the questions that we ask people, right? Cause they don't realize it. It's funny because my wife just the other day, she said she didn't sleep well. And my first question was, was it because of me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but we do, we ask people, you know, if, if one of the questions we ask is, do your partner, or do you yep. notice if you snore, your partner notices you snore. And that's one of those things where you should be, you should be checked for sleep apnea for sure. I've
0: been married 20 years. I've been elbowed and rib kicked in the ribs <laughs> hundreds of times. And oh, I finally get the sleep CPAP machine. And she's like, thank God. You know, and there's, there's times when I just don't want to wear it. Cause I just want to go to, you know, I'm to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep and she'll say, "Me put that thing on your face right now, because you're waking me up. So, uh, mm-hmm. thank God for again, for technology. Where where was this technology? You know, doesn't make a sound. It's on your nightstand. It's crazy. It helps me sleep. I feel like a million bucks. Oh, That's true. great. So number, number two is sleep. So what's your number one tip?
2: Number one. And, and, and no big surprise. It, it really certainly focuses around mental health. Right. And it's, I like to say it is knowing, um, like it's where your headspace, where you're at in your headspace, right? Because not only do we want to make sure that we have good management, stress management tools, which are the, and when we talk about all the other health issues, whether it's sleep or nutrition, exercise, really stress management starts everything. If you, if we can manage stress as a society, everything else would, would, you know, work itself out, I honestly believe. Now, by just being aware of where you are. So that's what I, the biggest thing I like to get across with people is that headspace. So you get up in the morning, how do you feel? If you can find a way to gauge your stress temperature, I like to look at it from like a zero, like everything's good to 10, like, you know, something simple is going to set me off. And really (laughs) recognizing that if you're up above that two or three, what can you do so you stay there or drop down? Because personally, I'll own this. If I'm seven or eight, I'm not the best person that I can be, right? So I think it's more, is important to, have those management skills, but as to be able to recognize where you are before it causes you a problem and knowing what you need to do to reset that.
0: And One of the questions I like to ask people, especially in doing what you do is do companies make time for their employees to, to, to do that, like de-stress, to check the mental health. Do you find companies more and more doing that?
2: Yeah, they, they are. And, and because obviously you want to be respectful of everybody's time. So we've, We've used a focus on a lot of techniques that take five minutes, right? And like something as simple as deep breathing, you know, inhaling, holding your breath, exhaling, right? You know, yeah. you do that. Not only do you feel better, but then you're like, oh, this is what I do when I feel better. We have yeah. some companies that even have a space, like they might, for like a mental health room where you can just go and sit in there for five minutes, be by yourself, right? So you've, you've heard, of, you know, you've seen the onsite fitness facilities. We have some companies that even just have that little, this is just your your chill out yeah. room, so to speak. and.
0: Anybody have a smash room out there? Like a, like a smash <laughs> stuff, like you could smash faces and they give like you a bag to start smashing stuff like yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, people do that.
2: The next the next evolution is right, is, is a rage room at like every uh, job site. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, People pay to people actually have the stuff set up, people pay to do that. It's, oh, wow, yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely. Um so what are what are some uh, what are things that you do to, to kind of de stress in your life? What are some tips you could give people around you know other well, different things to de-stress yourself?
2: Yeah, you know, when it's and it's and it's finding out what works for you individually it's funny uh, people a lot of people say exercise is, is their stress management tool if you're having a hard time fitting exercise in well don't use that as something that can cause you a stressor right but personally i find um i like to like to breathe and i like to focus so silly things you hear about like mindfulness and for me just focusing at times is challenging so finding something whether i'm i'm counting to focus on that or if i'm solving a puzzle, something like that, that can help me focus. I find anything that I can do mindfulness that can distract me from whatever the other garbage that's going on in my head is huge. And then, like I said, taking time out, it's, and you know what, probably the biggest thing is giving yourself a break. Right. Sometimes you're not going to be your best self and that's okay. Don't, no matter what you're working on, don't like, well, why did I even bother? Just keep, forgive yourself, move on. It's okay because you win or you learn, Right. So if you if it you don't act like how you want to do, or maybe you didn't handle something the best, you just you just forgive yourself and it, that will help you right there and not getting to that point where stress is overwhelming for you.
0: All right. So that's our fresh our friend Chris here. He's talking about wellness work days, give us three great tips. Number three was your work-life balance, out some time for you, some me time. Number two was sleep, and you hit, hit home run with me because I can I certainly enjoy some sleep time. And uh, mental, uh, you know, checking your headspace first thing in the morning—it's like it's, uh, some great tips. One piece of advice you'd give anybody, you give anybody—you know—if you had to give one piece of advice to somebody, what would you give it? If you had only one one thing to tell them,
2: if it, if it's coming to somebody wanting to do something better, it just understanding that it's it's not—you don't have to be perfect, right? It's not all or nothing being, making better choices 80% of the time, I think is going to be key for people. And like I said, forgiving themselves. And then the other thing, which fits into that one piece, so I'm not giving you two, is (laughs) understanding what what you care about. Because people are so helpful. Uh, I try to be helpful sometimes if somebody says, I want to do this, or I want to do that. And they're like, this works for me. and, and, And they mean well by giving the advice, but sometimes people get discouraged because that doesn't work for them. But really, Anything that you want to see different in your life, try to understand why. How is that going to make your life better? Imagine how much better your life could be if you could make some of these changes and make that behavior change personal to you. And it's going to be a lot easier because behavior change is tough. So it's going to be a lot easier to to go through that process.
0: It's it's not easy, right? And especially if you're, uh, you know, I like junk food. I could eat cheeseburgers every day. Once I put the cheeseburgers down. I think it's a win if I don't have a cheeseburger every day and I can have a salad or mix it up like in moderation that they say, right? everything's in moderation. So, you know, I think that uh, you know, people that live a long life do things in moderation. There's no, you know, they 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 exercise a little, they eat healthy a little bit, you know, they mix it up. and there's not a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking, that type of stuff. So it's great information. All right, that's our friend Chris from Wellness Work Days. Chris, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they do it?
2: Um, email me, uh Chris, C H R I S dot- Guile, G-U-I-L-D, at wellnessworkdays.com.
0: All right, that's Chris. If you want to get a hold of him, that's how you can do it. Now we're going to get to everybody's favorite part of the podcast. It's called the lightning round. We insert some lightning effects here. Lightning bolts come out of my hands and lightning sounds. So first thing we'll start with is who is your childhood actor or actress crush?
2: Oh, that's actually pretty easy. It was uh Alyssa Milano.
0: Oh, good um, one, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you an 80s child? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean?
2: a little bit before that, but yeah, that was when I was I was old enough to enjoy television. So absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh if you have your own late night talk show, who do you invite as your first guest?
2: Who would I invite as my first guest? Um, that's a really good question. I think I would invite um I can't use Aly- uh, Alyssa Milano again. I think I would invite... Um,
0: you could invite Alyssa Milano. That's a
2: great idea. Why yeah, not? I think I would I would do that. If I can yeah. use her twice, I think I, I would love to do that. No one's ever done
0: that before. See, no one's ever done that before. <laughs> uh, if you have to sing karaoke, what song do you pick? Oh,
2: Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, like, good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was your least favorite food as a child, and do you still hate it now, or do you love it?
2: Well, and unfortunately, it, it's a fruit, but it's bananas, so I shouldn't say bad things, but I still, I still despise them.
0: Don't like bananas. What don't think no, like about bananas?
2: I, I literally, they, they make me gag. I can't even eat them. <laughs> no one's <laughs> ever
0: said that. Uh, if you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Um, horrible meal, but I love nachos. I could eat oh, nachos all the time.
0: I like nachos too. Uh, what's your favorite sandwich and why?
2: My favorite sandwich is a Reuben. So,
0: oh, man.
2: Yeah. get hungry. And right? be trouble a a couple of good ones Irish. There. Yeah.
0: Jeez. Uh, f- what fictional family would you like to be a member of? Fictional, like being like make-believe family.
2: So I guess this wouldn't be a family, but people I'd like to hang out with would be like the cast, like being in that Big Bang Theory. Uh, out with those, that's as a I great just, idea. Like, yeah, that would just be very entertaining and 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 fun for sure.
0: I was waiting for you to say who's the boss, Melissa Milano. That's yeah, I know. I couldn't. I, could, I, I didn't was think get away with that
2: three times. I was because
0: that would have been a record where you had woven in three answers like that. Uh, which band or artist did or live or play at your funeral?
2: Uh, a classic band, well, well classic in I was a band In Excess, which a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Another Another 80s reference.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, worst job you ever had.
2: Worst job I ever had. I don't know if I really had a bad job. Yeah. okay. I don't think I ever had a bad job, but working in a bottle redemption wasn't my most favorite thing that I that I did.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, do you have any hidden talents?
2: I don't know if it's I I enjoy writing poetry. I don't know if it's a talent, but that's I do good. enjoy writing a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh if you could change places with anyone in the world, who would it be and why?
2: Um Probably my wife because she's she's pretty pretty awesome. I would I she's a teacher and she's kind of like a rock star. And when I'm out in public with her, I, I'd kind of like to be selfish and have some of that people getting outside excited to see me all the time. That'd be kind of fun.
0: Please, yeah, <laughs> bonus points for the misses <laughs> when she listens to this. That's good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, are you a good dancer?
2: Uh, do I think I'm a good dancer? Yeah. Yes, I'm a good dancer. No, I love to dance, I, but unfortunately, I, I don't have any talent for it.
0: Are you a cat or a dog person?
2: Uh dog person.
0: Uh, which book, movie have you read or seen recently you would recommend and why? Which book or movie have you recently seen you would recommend and why?
2: Well, I just read the book, and here we go. We t- um, Spirituality for Badasses, um, which is a really good book. Huh. Um, so I thought that was interesting. It was really a very way to keep spirituality very real. I thought it was really good. Who,
0: wrote, who Who's the author of that book?
2: you had to ask me that. question. Oh,
0: sorry. I'll, I'll look it up. I'm going yeah, I, I, uh, you know? to,
2: I literally receive emails like a weekly emails from, and I apologize on that. So
0: yeah, I love I'm going to look it up. I'm going to, uh, you know, it's, it's the recommendation for you. I'm going to check it out. And then because this is the coffee break podcast, how do you like your coffee and where do you usually get your coffee from?
2: So very, I like it black, um, but I do prefer it iced. So Duncan is probably my go-to just a regular iced dark roast and good to go.
0: Oh, uh, and black too, right? No, no sweetener it. in it. No sweetener in it. it. No. Nope. God, man, that's hardcore, right? That's hardcore coffee drinking. Drinking black. Yikes! All right, that's our friend Chris from Wellness Workdays. Chris, appreciate you being on. And like I said, you got three great tips, and uh, you know, pretty easy to follow. So I'm gonna, I'm going to start mine with some sleep tonight. That's what I'm doing. Sounds great.
2: Me as Sorry. well.
0: Awesome. Thank Thanks, you Chris. Good.
2: Appreciate it. Take care.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Chris, from Wellness Workdays. We really appreciate the tips. We can always use those tips, right? So thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. And now we're just going to jump right into training. So for the month of November, we have a couple of trainings. We have Construction Quality Management, the CQM for Contractors course. That's happening November 15th from 730 to 430 in our Auburn office. And then we go right into intro to electrical estimating. So if you're interested in electrical estimating, that begins on November 28th, and it's from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And that course will, will go on for the next couple of Tuesday and Thursday evenings through January. So sorry, a few more. Um, so that will go all the way through to January. Um, Coming up in December, we have a few other ones. We have the 608 Universal Certificate Training Program. That's on December 2nd from 8 to 2 in our Woburn office. Pipe Fitter Prep for Exam, December 2nd and 16th from 8 a.m. to 12, uh, also in our Woburn office. And uh, we also have an OSHA 10 hour for construction. So that's December 4th and 11 from 8 to 1.30 p.m. in our Woburn office. And then we have a few more in December, but we can mention those just, you know, as we continue throughout the weeks, but those are just the first couple in December. Um, So definitely keep a lookout for that. And, and, you know, you can reach out to us or just go right onto our website to sign up for those. Um, So definitely keep a lookout. We keep you updated on all of our trainings every week on the podcast. So please, please just keep a lookout. Um, Allison also sends out marketing emails. So just keep a lookout. Now, I'm going to hand it right back over to Mike for Mike's favorite part of the podcast.
0: (laughs) All right. Next up is uh, now the news. Uh, Weekly update sponsored by Kenny and Sam's and Patriot Benefits Services. I don't know about you, but I'm still kind of recovering from last week's uh, Excellence in Construction Awards Dinner. It was the 31st annual. We had over 200 on our awardee. We had more than 200 people attend the event, uh, and it was a fantastic event. Down at four point Sh- Sheridan Norwood. Carol Phil, the marketing events person here at ABC Massachusetts did a fantastic job putting this together. And we'd like to give a quick little shout out to the folks at Metro Walls. They won both an Eagle Award and a Merit Award. It's a Ooh. fantastic. They did a great job. Uh the sponsors were wonderful. The dinner was great. Music was great. Uh, I heard the MC did a fantastic job. Uh he was I, so- I heard the same. <laughs> yeah, did a good job. Nice guy. Nice guy. Sharp, sharp dresser. Uh okay. And then uh, upcoming events, we've got a webinar coming up on um, Wednesday, November 15th, the prevailing wage, what contractors need about bidding and compliance. It's actually going to be in person here at Unicorn Park Drive over in Woburn. Uh, there'll be another webinar on December 6th called the USDOL's Comprehens- Comprehensive and Sweeping Davis Bacon Rule Changes and what that means to contractors. And then we'll have the Holiday Open House here. We've got uh, ABC GCI Holiday Open House taking place on December 7th. We can't forget to mention that the Gould Construction Institute is having their local craft championship over at Medford Vocational Technical High School on Saturday, November 18th, 8 a.m. There'll be competitors showing up. There'll be electrical competitors and pipe fitting competitors. If you're in the area and you have some interest in learning more about the skill trades or the crafts, you could come to the competition. We would encourage anybody to come. You can come and watch. There'll be a vendor fair. There's going to be over 25 vendors there, so everything from Milwaukee Tool, Klein Tools, but as well as some some craft people. So if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, you can show up for the craft and vendor fair taking place November 18th over at Medford Vocational Technical High School.
1: No, I Uh, think our MC from the Ico Awards is also going to be there as a vendor.
0: Oh, uh, (laughs) yes, yeah, that's a good point. I'll say talented that one. Man, we do it all there. Yeah, we do it all. Uh, some member updates. We've got Luca de Blasio and company heads list of November member anniversaries. They have been an ABC Masters member for 46 years. Congratulations to them. And we can't forget our friends, W.T. Kennedy Company. They've been members for 25 years. Medford Walton Service Company. Been members for 20 years. Our friend, John Annarelli. Uh, so glad he's on our side. And then F.E. Friends Construction Company of Belmont. Harvard's North Atlantic Concrete. And W.W. Contracts Corporation of Upton. have all been members for five years. Congratulations to them. And we also would like to say congratulations to our friends over at Alpine Environmental. They were featured on This Old House, which I think is amazing. It's a great show. It's nice to see Ron over there giving his advice. And as always, if you want to be on the podcast, you can reach out to me, Mike at GWGCI.org. And um, we're on YouTube as well. You can watch us on YouTube. You can like, tag, share, follow. We're all over the place. We're trying to uh, grow this little podcast. But uh, I would like to say one thing. Congratulations to my wife. She passed her. Congratulations to her. It's oh, a big day. Amazing. Yeah, it's a, great, it's a great day. She did a fantastic job. I want to make sure we give her that shout out. And uh, like I said, put your Christmas tree up. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, like I said, like, tag, share, follow. Uh, like I said, that's it for now. We'll see
1: you, we'll see you guys next week.
0: Thank you. <laughs>